Hi, this is Al Schusler. Thanks for joining me today on this podcast. Appreciate it very much. I'd like to invite you over to my website. Check that out, heartburncafe.net. Check that out if you would like to. And I've been doing a series called The Triune Being. And we've been talking about the body, soul, and the spirit. And we've been talking about the body and the spirit. We've been talking about how the mind operates, uh, the emotions, the feelings, the thinking, decision-making. And the last episode, number five, I talked about the conscience. And so in this episode, number six, I'm going to continue with that subject about the conscience and um, how God has given us this package to help us to live life. You know, I found out a long time ago that there's times that life is very difficult. Yeah, we have those days when everything seems to be going okay. You had a good day. Uh, nothing broke down. You got a paycheck. Played a good round of golf. You got to watch some sports. Marriage is going okay. The children's doing good. The grandchildren, they're prospering. And the great-grandkids, it seemed like nothing could happen that would um, bring any um, sadness into your life and any pain. But the fact of the matter is, um, it's difficult living life. And so the more you understand about life and how it works and how God put us together, the easier it will be for you to live through those times when life is difficult. And in my last episode, I I mentioned that there's uh, uh, two things in the Bible that I wanted to share with you concerning the conscience. And they are descriptions of what the conscience is. And so let me get into it. The first one is, Paul describes conscience as a witness. Paul describes conscience as a witness. And he does so in Romans chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are law unto themselves, which showed the work of the law, not the law written upon their hearts, but the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience, now here, their conscience also bearing witness. And so he describes it as a witness. And their thoughts, the meanwhile, accusing or excusing one another. And so your, your conscience is in there and it's going to excuse you and say, okay, yeah, it's okay to do this. Or it's going to accuse you and say, no, you cannot do this. And so it is a witness. And so in the inner man, in your inner person, there is a courtroom. And a judge sits on the bench, and that judge is also the witness and the jury. And uh, that whole group sitting in that courtroom is going to decide whether they're going to excuse you or they're going to accuse you. That whole group, the judge, the witness, the jury, is your conscience. It's inside you. When you do something right, that group says, hey, that's good. It will excuse you. It approves your action. But when you do something wrong, that group says, no, that's wrong. And so it accuses you. And so keep that in mind. The conscience does not pass a law. It does not make the law of God, but it bears witness to the law. It either excuses 
or it accuses. So it's a witness. Jesus described conscience as a window. It's a window that you look through. And you find that in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 and 23. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is clear, in other words, if there's spiritual perception, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad and you're spiritually blind, your whole body will be full of darkness. So if the very light inside you that's in your inner self, in your heart, in your conscience, in that inner person, is darkness. How great and terrible is that darkness? And so Jesus said your conscience is like your eye. The eye lets light into your body like the conscience lets light into your spirit and into your soul, and it's a window. And if your eye is clouded, uh, for instance, my wife and a couple of my sons have had cornea transplants. And there was a time in their life when they could not see clearly. It was clouded and light could not get in like it should get in. made a lot of difference with the brightness of colors and various things that they were looking at. And so the same thing is true if, we, if our spiritual eyes, if that window is clouded, and we're not let the light of Jesus Christ in, in that window, that spiritual window, then we live in darkness. And so our conscience is there to help us to uh, clear that spiritual eye so that the light can penetrate like it should, and then we live in light instead of living in the darkness. And and so it's... Um, it's interesting how uh, the conscience works in our life. It's, um, you, you know, every day it's there. And so it's important, kind of to wrap this up with the, with the conscience, it's, it's important that your conscience has a foundation. Now that foundation will be established one or two places. If you're an unbeliever, it probably has been established upon what the culture has to say is right and wrong. Now, a lot of your conscience has already been developed as a child, what your parents taught you, how they lived, what you saw, what you read. And, but if, you, if your parents were not believers and you're not a believer, then you don't have the other source or the other foundation that you could build your conscience upon, which is the Bible. And then it is the Bible tells us what is right and what is wrong. And so that's why in our culture, we have people that believe that what the Bible teaches is wrong, that it's acceptable. It's okay, just do it. So their conscience allows them to do it because they have built their conscience upon culture. If the culture says it's okay to do it, it's okay to do it. But... The thing of it is, as a believer, you want to build your conscience, raise your children with a conscience built upon the Word of God. Therefore, it isn't the culture saying it's okay to do this, it's all right to do this or do that. The Bible tells us it's okay to do this or to do that. And so the conscience is a very important part of our inner person. And so I just wanted to share that today, that make sure that your conscience is built upon the foundation of the Word of God.
In other words, there's two worldviews about life. One of them is a biblical view, and the other one is the cultural view. And uh, you're going to be following one or the other. And so you want to make sure your conscience is built upon a good foundation. And so those are the two things I want to bring out today, that Paul describes the conscience as a witness. It's a courtroom within you. And Jesus describes it as a window, and that window has to be clear for the light to shine in. If you have an evil conscience, as the Bible talks about an evil conscience, about a seared conscience, if you have that type of conscience, the light of Jesus Christ cannot get into your inner person, into your mind, feelings, into your decision-making, into your thinking, into your emotions. And so uh, the next um, episode will be episode number seven after this one. And I'm going to start bringing the Holy Spirit into the picture, how he is able to help us in um, regulating this inner person, make sure the mind, the emotions, the will, the conscience are regulated according to the Spirit of God. Hey, thanks a lot for joining. Um, You know, if you're interested in the book that I've written, Own Your Story Before Your Story Owns You, you can go to my website, heartburncafe.net, and you can purchase that book. And I'd be glad to send it to you. I will pay the postage for it. So go over to the website, Heartburn Cafe. That's all one word, heartburncafe.net. And so until next time, uh, I pray that uh, what I've been teaching is something that has helped you in living life. Because life, oftentimes, is very difficult. So goodbye.